This week on Inside Motorsport, we speak with Jim Richards, the new Australian Touring Car Masters champion. We also catch up with Lachlan Mansell about the Eastern Creek 8-hour that finishes the road racing season for 2010. I hope you'll stay with us. Jim Richards has become the new Australian Touring Car Masters champion for 2010. Richards, of course, no stranger to winning championships. He's now won championships in each of the 40 years he's been competing in motorsport. So for Jim, is there any difference in getting out there in the Touring Car Masters and winning once again? Well, listen, you don't do it to win championships. You do it because you enjoy doing it and you want to be involved. And along the way, if you happen to win some, well, that's a bonus. But I mean, you, if, you, if you'd never won a championship in your life, you'd still be in this class competing at my age if you're interested, and I'm interested. All in all, when you look at the guys that you're running against, it's uh, such a camaraderie, even yeah. though you're quite uh, competitive once the helmet goes on. Oh, exactly. I mean, obviously, there's a few times, you know, that you might have a bit of a rub down again, which is very rare, and you might get a little bit hot under the collar for an instant, but you've got to see the guy next week. So, you know, you, you get on with it, say hello, shake hands, and away you go. So it's, no, it's a great class. I mean, uh, I, I, you know, obviously I'm a, a senior-yeared person, but uh, I haven't been involved in a class as, as good and as friendly as this, but the racing is hard and fast. Where do you think a series like this that is entertainment-focused but competitive can go in Australian motorsport? Well, it, it, it can go anywhere, anywhere that it likes, basically, because I think that we're, we're developing a really good fan base. I mean, guys that like V8 Supercar also love us because we are where the V8 Supercars originally came from. You know, you've got the historic group N, and then you've got us, which is a derivative of that, you might say, but it's totally separate. The cars are faster, they're more reliable, and they, they, they go better. So, um, you know, I, I think this class can be around for, you know, all the years to come. And the cars will be too, because the cars, in, in, in 10 years' time, the cars will still be OK, because they've got all new parts underneath them. So that's what's good about it. Joining us on the line now is Lachlan Mansell. The last of the major meetings being run in Australia's road racing calendar was run last weekend at Eastern Creek with the Eastern Creek 8-hour in Lockyer. Well, it sounds like it was quite an enjoyable event. Yeah, it was. Even though only a relatively small number of cars started the event, it was still an exciting race. There were plenty of changes to the lead. Um, and it really came right down to the wire with uh, the Subaru STI of Gavin Bullis, Barton Moore and Jim Hunter winning the event in the end. What prompted this event to go right at the end of the season? I think they wanted to put an event on to close out the Australian motorsport calendar and I think they decided that it would become a marquee event to finish off the season of racing here in Australia. So by holding it up... Uh, Obviously, all the other major racing championships, such as the V8 supercars, have finished up. Um, you know, good way for the event to attract more publicity when those other championships aren't on. The winners, how much ahead of second place did they manage to pull? Yeah, it was a fairly close home, a lap ahead of the BMW 335i of Barry Morecambe, Nathan Morecambe, and Gary Holt, which finished in second position. And then in third position, we had the VIP Pet Foods Mitsubishi Evo 9 of Tony and Clark Quinn, which was a total of 10 laps down on the race leaders. The uh, Quinns actually led the event 
at the halfway point. At one stage, they had a fallout lead over the rest of the field, but in one of their pit stops, they had a fuel pump problem and they weren't able to restart the car and they lost a number of laps in pit lane trying to get restarted, which ultimately put them out of contention. Now for these guys, they have uh, their Christmas break and then when's their next outing for an event like this? Is it off to the uh, Bathurst International Motor Festival? It'll be the Bathurst 12 hours for some of the competitors who will race in that, but next year the Production Car Endurance Championships actually running as part of the Shannon's Nationals Motor Racing Championships and there's going to be the Phillip Island 6 hour and then the Eastern Creek 8 hour is actually going to be part of that championship for next season. So I think this being its first year partly explained why there were so few entries but I think next year with it becoming part of the Shannon's Nationals it should attract quite a lot more cars. And uh, what was the feeling from the competitors across the weekend? Everyone really enjoyed it. Um, you know, there were relatively some because, in some ways, because it was a relatively small field, there was lots of camaraderie between all the competitors in the pits. And I was on pit lane commentary duties throughout the race, so I was walking up and down, interviewing drivers and covering all the action in pit lane. And everybody really seems to be enjoying themselves. But one of the things, because it was held at this time of the year when the weather is quite warm, the track temperatures were very high. I actually had a thermo gun, so I was able to do Mark Larkin-style track temperature measurements. And we were seeing track temperatures up around 65, 66 degrees Celsius. So it was very punishing on tyres, particularly the front right tyre. There were a number of teams that experienced tyre failures during the event. And uh, probably the most exciting incident in the race involved Neil Cropton and Glenn Seaton in their Mitsubishi Evo 10, which caught fire in pit lane at the halfway point with a fuel leak. Sounds like FPR was at it again. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it wasn't FPR this time. And... Uh, it wasn't actually a loose item in the boot of the car. It was uh, a ruptured fuel bladder, I understand, is what caused the fuel leak, which um, unfortunately there was a spark which set some fuel on fire. And uh, I'd have to give full credit to the fire marshals who were on the scene very quickly and extinguished the flames and prevented what could have quite easily been a major disaster. So for, uh, well, Gavin Bullis, who was disappointed he had his uh, Touring Car Masters title taken from him only a few weeks ago, at least he gets some trophies and uh, some silverware in the cabinet this year. Yeah, that's true. I actually had a good chat to Gavin during the weekend and he said that it was quite challenging adapting from the Mustang, which he's been racing in the Touring Car Masters, into the Subaru STI. Obviously, two completely different types of race cars. The Mustang overpowered, under-tired, the Subaru a much more sophisticated race car. Mm. Well, Lockie, we wish you all the very best for Christmas and look forward to catching up with you again in the new year. Yeah, look forward to it, Craig. Thanks very much. Well, we talked about Gavin Bullis and his work in the Eastern Creek eight-hour last weekend. He's also a director of Touring Car Masters, the championship that Jim Richards won two weeks ago. So what, as a director of the Touring Car Masters, are they looking at technically as more and more cars become part of the series? Yeah, we have a technical director and we have a technical committee and um, the committee exists of uh, Steve Hoynville, who was our, who's our director, and Drew Margette, who used to race, as you all know. 
um, and Tony Hunter and there's a couple of guys, Jim's on the on the committee and uh, Trevor Talbot. and Trevor Talbot and um, those guys look at the rules and go through all the all the success, success ballasts. They look at the revs. Um, they trial different things throughout the year, and, and that's what we're doing. Try and keep it a bit more closer to the racing. And you know, this is a category that um, we try to keep as much for entertainment as anything. It's it's an entertaining category. Yes, we get out there and we race hard, but we try to keep it as close as we possibly can and make and mix it up so that it makes it interesting. And certainly the punters out there are enjoying that. I can tell. Um, with the cars when they're brand new there's a couple of new cars coming online and Tony Edwards has just built a new SLR Tirana um, with Glenn Seaton's car Jim Morton's building at FPR those cars um, when they're being built in their build stage all get checked um, Steve goes out and looks at the cars makes sure everything complies we have it, do have a good um, rule book that the guys have all put together and if there's any rule changes that they want to make or anybody comes up with anything that they're not sure about, which I saw a couple of emails come through from FPR last week about some engine components. Um, they either it all goes to the committee. The committee votes on it, and they uh, they either say yes or no or veto it. So um, it's a pretty good system, and the way that they're going, and uh, having the guys on there that know know this stuff. I'm not a technical guy by any means, so I'll never be on that committee. But uh, these guys know this stuff, so I, I think they've got it worked out pretty well. With more and more cars coming online, Jim Richards having a second car now. Is it possible we'll see some stars of other motorsport series and V8 supercars or motor racing in general start racing in the Touring Car Masters for one or two off appearances? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We've certainly talked about that and we've looked at that. And, uh, you know, we've looked at a couple of different concepts and spoken about that with some sponsors this year. You know, we're, we're looking at a star car concept and it uh, comes out and then we have three or four meetings that we put somebody in the car and they run it. And um, we're not sure which car that'll be yet, but we'll look at that for next year and Autobahn are very keen to, to be on board with that one. Um, there's a couple of other things. You know, Mick Doohan was very keen to jump in a car a couple of years ago. Um, we just didn't have a car that was probably up to the standard of what we needed to for him to drive. Um, it, it's getting that way now, and there's a lot more cars coming online. Uh, we've got 46 licences sold now, and uh, next year it looks like we're going to have a nine-round series uh, for the year. So being that it's nine rounds, and I can't announce the calendar yet, but it's not far away. Um, but uh, I can tell you all of our events, every single one of them, are great events and they're all and V8s have been very very generous to us for next year and, and looked after us well with our calendar so um, I think we'll, you'll see bigger and better things. My thanks to Gavin Bullis there. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport till next time round keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network